Let the joyous news be spread. The wicked old witch at last is dead. Podcast number 29, the luckiest number ever, as we uh, listen to the fading sounds of a different song than we normally do. Vort, ding dong, the witch is dead. Adam Gase has been fired, baby. The Jets fans can celebrate. I am elated. Even though the Jets lost, it feels like the biggest win in the last 10 years. I am ecstatic. I'm excited. It feels like a fresh start. I'm just a happy, happy fan tonight. I got to tell you, man, as you know from our text, I, I wasn't even into doing one tonight unless Gase was fired. I mean, the, the Jets just, they just my worst fears came to today is they they reverted back to what they normally are now that nothing was on the line. When something good is on the line, they will fuck up. When something bad is on the line, they will come through. And now with nothing on the line, here I am actually rooting for them again, and they made me sick to my stomach. I wanted nothing to do with this game today, but the, the, the news that Gase is gone is just so, I mean, thank God. I mean, there was always that little fear in the back of my mind that they wouldn't do it, but they did. And from what I saw, Chris Johnson actually, you know, said, hey, man, he didn't get the job done. We have to go in a different direction, blah, 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 blah. He said all the right things. So I'm, I'm happy. And now the Joe Douglas era can officially begin. Correct. I feel like Douglas finally gets the clean slate. Uh, here you go, buddy. Uh, roll up the sleeves, get to work. There's a couple of things that I want to touch on to almost hijack the, before we go into the real reason for tonight's podcast, which is to discuss the happiness and the joy of Adam Gaze being fired. There's two things that I want to touch on really quickly and get your thoughts on. Uh, number one, I agree with you. This game is not even worth talking about. It was a shitty performance on par with what this season has been for the most part before the aberration of uh, two wins. I'm almost, forget almost, fuck that. I am happy that they lost for the simple reason I didn't want this piece of garbage coach to walk out of here, quote unquote, holding his head up high that he left on a winning streak or he left with a win over Bill Belichick. But the more important thing that's been on my mind all day when as I was watching the game, about three weeks ago, I pretty much, it was our first serious disagreement when I said that if Gaze goes and the Jets have lost the number one pick, I am 100% committed to Sam Donald getting a chance. You made a fantastic argument, listed many reasons, two of which were, number one, his contract guarantee for the following season. And the most important one was that Douglas and the new incoming coach deserve their own guy. The fact that I just made that statement three weeks ago, the reason I have to take it back is after you made your argument, I made a decision to really focus on Sam Donald for the rest of the season, see what he's got, see if he can give me something to kind of throw in your face and say, Robo, look, there's signs there. He just needs a coach. I have to admit, I saw none of it. I saw what I can now admittedly say is a bust. Hot garbage. Forget a franchise quarterback. I saw nothing that showed that this guy has the ability to lead a winning team. Forget a Super Bowl winning team, just a winning playoff team. The mistakes that rookie quarterback makes, the mistakes that a bad quarterback who doesn't survive in the NFL makes, this is what Darnold is making in his third year when those things should not be there. The fact that he looks down the receiver. Another thing that really bothers me is he has absolutely zero internal clock that he's holding onto the ball too long and get rid of it. Start running, take off. When I really put my focus on it and kind of stopped blaming it all on Gase, I see no talent. I see no growth. 
I am now sure that the Jets will and the Jets must move on and go in a different direction with the new quarterback. So I just had to get that off my chest. The funny thing is, when you made that statement, it was a complete flip-flop from a couple of weeks before that. You have Jet fan syndrome, my friend. You're falling for them when they're good. You're ready to kill them when they're bad. And and even last night, you had a little bit of Jet fan syndrome by, by expecting the Jets to win and thinking this and thinking that. And I went and I went along with it on my own because they should win. But I did make it clear that the, that there's I, I would not be the least bit surprised if they, if they also shit the bed because we don't expect them to. As far as Sam Donald, Arnold, man. His last three games, he did exactly what he did for three years, which is tease us a little bit with a nice play here and there. You know, there are times where he he kind of looked like he could be a game manager, but today there were the, the two things. The, the two interceptions were, were absolutely terrible, especially that second one. But the play, it, it was a small play, but the one play that that finally put it to bed for me was and, and let me just go off on a tangent for one second about other teams. Anytime you watch a game where where a quarterback has eight seconds to throw the ball you're like come on you know sam donald never gets that kind of time and then the guy always finds a receiver always or he throws it away or he you know or he runs he can run when you have that much time you run there was this one play where sam donald was standing back there drinking coffee eating breakfast and i said to myself i had time to see how long he was there and say out loud all right sam you have all this time you have to complete this pass now it was a third down and he ended up throwing it into coverage and the ball was batted away that to me right there was was the absolute final nail in the coffin where I want nothing to do with having him here anymore. He is not worth rehabilitating on the Jets dime anymore. I still think he's got talent, but he needs a lot of work and there is no justification whatsoever for him getting that work here with the Jets. I agree. And uh, yeah, I definitely did a lot of flip-flopping first. uh, I was done with him because it was just, there was so much losing. I was fed up with it. I wanted a fresh start. Then with all the Adam Gaze bashing, I said, you know what? I remember reading an article and I was shocked to find out that he's still the second or third youngest quarterback in the league. And my instinct was kind of, listen, we did move up in him to get him in a draft. Last season when he came back, especially that game against the Cowboys really stood out in my mind. And I kind of said to myself, well, there is something there. Let's rescue the kid when he gets a good coach. And then when you and me had that little back and forth, and I just said, let me really focus on Sam Darnold for the remainder of the season, not on Adam Gase, not so much the play calling. Those things are noticeable. They stand out. But let me just see just the player. What can he do? If the team loses, but you see signs of positivity, they would stand out. There was nothing. Happy feet. Happy feet at the worst possible time when, when you actually had time in the pocket. When the internal clock should be telling you run or throw the ball away, he was standing there, he was taking a sack. The amount of times that he took a sack when he should have thrown the ball away and instead of a second and uh, 10, he put his team in a second and 16, second and 17. The horrendous interceptions where he looks down the receiver. And the, the last thing is, at least if you could hang your hat on his accuracy, his accuracy is not there. There's nothing. I don't understand this. And I almost feel embarrassed and ashamed because I do consider myself a somewhat knowledgeable sports fan. I almost feel embarrassed that this is the guy that I was arguing with you and saying, no, he deserves a coach. He deserves an opportunity. He deserves to get a first class ticket out of here right behind Adam Gase. He has shown (laughs) nothing. I think three years is more than enough time to at least establish yourself as something that the franchise deserves to give a chance to. There is nothing there. It's time to move on. I I love what I'm hearing from you, not because 
it's, I agree with you, which I do, but I love what I'm hearing because it's the passion, it's the knowledgeable fan in you who who allowed him allowed his emotion to overcome him a few weeks ago because you wanted him. Now we all like Sam Darnold; he's a good kid. We all want him to succeed. You know, it was it seems like a hundred years ago in some ways, but it's only three years ago, less than three years ago, where we drafted him. And well, no, it was it was 2018. So yeah, it was less than three years ago where we drafted Sam Darnold. He was the new hope. He was a, a highly touted guy blah 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 and then and he's a likable kid and he's and he shows his flashes and and all this is just part and parcel of the jets and their and their fans especially accepting mediocrity because you know to your point you've seen nothing and you you saw this and you wanted to see that the only positives that you see in sam darnold are are the ones we manufacture because they're not negative well he didn't turn the ball over or correct yeah or he he did this or he didn't do that it's almost like well at least there's that no i don't want at least this or at least that anymore i i want aaron Rodgers. i want drew Brees, and yeah maybe reaching for the stars with a hall of fame quarterback but that's what i want i want that consistency where no where you know, like Adam Rod- Adam Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers loses receivers every other year. Devontae Adams has been a staple for a few years, but but he, you know he's been playing for he's been the quarterback for the for the, the the starting quarterback for twelve years now, and he's gone through he's he's must have turned over his receivers and his running backs five times. That's what I want. I don't want people to stand around giving excuses anymore. Well, the coach did this, or he didn't have the talent. That I want the opposite. I want I want you to be able to say, hey man, he's done this before. He makes these guys better. It really was because this guy didn't do it, or this guy got hurt, or whatever. I, I want that to be a legitimate ex- ex- legitimate reason for once, and not an excuse. And that is never going to happen with Sam Darnold, at least not with the. Jets. If you know, if Joe Douglas had drafted him, we'd have a shot at it because at least Douglas would would be in a position where he would at least have to say, "All right, well, I screwed up with this quarterback. I'm going to give myself another chance," or "I screwed up with the coach. Let me let me save my quarterback." Joe Douglas did not hire Adam Gase. He did not draft Sam Donald. There is zero reason, and any Jet fan who does not see that is being delusional, and they're acting only on the fact that they like Sam Donald. There is zero reason or justification. For Joe Douglas to keep Sam Donald around now. The Jets are going to get what they can for him, which might be, you know, I'll give you the scenarios. They're going to get what they can for him, which might be a late round pick, fourth, fifth, you know, uh, a conditional six, some stupid shit like that. Or they're going to end up keeping him because no one wants him. And 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 they're going to end up having him compete with whoever they draft. Or here's here's the other option, not for Sam Donald, but Jets. If they don't draft the quarterback or they draft a guy a little bit later and he's a project, they might sign a veteran and then have Donald back him up while they kind of rearrange things for next year. So there's a whole bunch of different things going on, and none of them, zero of those scenarios are where Sam Donald is going to get that option paid for in May, where they have to give him $25 million for 2022. So even if he is on the roster next year, he's out of here after that because they're not keeping him unless he suddenly turns into one of those huge quarterbacks next year, and then they won't be able to afford him. He'll be a free agent and he's going to go elsewhere. And that's uh, what you said. Unfortunately, again, I have to eat my humble pie and I have to be honest. The two things that the, where my emotions got the best of me is uh, the two things that you just mentioned. Number one, he's a young kid. Number two, he's so likable. He's so humble. He doesn't says all the right things that you want to root for him. You do root for him. But when you put that aside, the performance hasn't justified it. And as far as the age, I'm a big soccer fan, uh, as you know. And there's a thing in soccer where when sometimes when a 
pundits will defend the player saying, well, he's only 20 years old, he's 21 years old. The argument very common in soccer is, I don't care how old he is. He's been a starter. He's been given a chance to be part of the uh, first team for two, three, four years. At a certain point, you have to stop using age as an excuse. You've had the opportunity to be in the team. You just don't have it. Maybe somebody else will give you that chance. And hey, I hope for Sam somebody does. But I got swept up in his young age and his per- likable personality that I almost took it for granted that he has now completed three years in the NFL, starting from day one, groomed to be the franchise quarterback, and never even sniffing to justify that status. So all those things, again, I have to walk it back. I have to eat my humble pie like a man and just be honest that, yes, his age is terrific, but I have to stop looking at his birth certificate and I have to look at the fact that he has been a starter of a team for three years and he has done nothing to justify or give us any sort of confidence that he's the man. And his play and the the fact that he's such a likable, terrific guy, good for him. I am not trying to meet best friends I can go out to dinner with. I want somebody who's ruthless, who's going to take this team to a goddamn Super Bowl. The Sam Donald age thing, as you said, is is bull. And and the reason people do that is because he is still young. He's only a year older than a lot of the college quarterbacks coming out. But that doesn't matter anymore. What matters now, and you can, you know, not you in particular, but you as a fan, somebody out there listening, you as a fan can talk all you want about he's young and and the Jets ruined him and Gase ruined him and all of that is true. All of it. The Jets absolutely ruined him. They they gave him the shittiest coach on earth in his second year. He's, you know, Adam Gase is to me, I, I don't care about Rich Kotite. I think Adam Gase is the worst head coach I've ever seen when you take everything into account. The complete lack of accountability, the inability to game plan, the total void of leadership, all of that stuff together, along with the results. He's the worst coach I've ever seen. I mean, he, he's he's absolutely terrible. So, yes, all of that is true. Darnold never had a chance here. He never had a chance. He had one he had one year. He looked promising in year one. The next two years were an absolute shit show. I, I, I agree with all of that. But if you want to sit back and just look only at that, which so many fans do, then you're going to be upset all the time. You need to understand how the football football business side works. I know I keep saying this, but there is there is his age means nothing anymore. His his the fact that the Jets did ruin him means nothing anymore. Because this is a business, and the business is going to say, we need to do what's best for the team. And what's best for the team is not to take a kid who doesn't matter if he's only a year older than most co- than most quarterbacks coming out. It's to take that kid and say, all right, well, we're going to have to give him something like $35 million for the next two years. And he's probably a one- or two-year project at this point. What is my motivation for doing that when I could go get a rookie who will also be, may not be, but at worst is a one- or two-year project, and he's going to cost me a fraction of that? Why would you even think that they would do that for Sam Donald at this point? And that's what people don't want to understand. They keep saying he he didn't have this, he didn't have that. And I don't think that narrative is necessarily true. He definitely did not have, um, you know, the right coaching. He didn't develop properly. But the whole narrative about not having talent to me is completely overblown. He's got three decent receivers. None of them are stars, but none of them are practice squad guys either. You know, Frank Gore, for all we make fun of him, is a professional freaking running back. He's not a shit brain. They, the Jets have talent on that team. The line is not great, but it's not as bad as it was last year. And, jo- and, and if you want to 
compare apples to apples. Joe Flacco played with the same line, and and the team looked like a professional football team. The first game or two, people were like, oh, well, Joe Flacco's had the same problems, which I did too. I'll admit that. But after a while, you realize that Flacco hadn't played in a year. He was coming off an injury. He didn't have a training camp either. And then it took him a game or two to find his legs. And then he had that team looking good. They were scoring they were scoring 27 or 30 points a game, and they looked like they, they, they should have won some games. They should have. I mean, he had a terrible game against Miami, but he, he did well in other games. San Diego, I keep calling him San Diego. The Chargers, he did really well. He did very well against New England and had the Jets looking like what they are, a bad team that does not have as much talent as everybody else, but at least an NFL team. Sam Darnold comes back in and the Jets look like an NFL team for a quarter, and the rest of the time they're just they're just terrible. So all of those excuses don't mean anything at this point because Sam Darnold may have gotten a raw deal, but there's no chance the Jets are going to give him the same the same kind of deal that they would that they could give a rookie coming out starting the clock over on both time and salary. It's just not going to happen. I think anybody with half a brain will say, and justifiably so, that Sam Darnold, can you feel sorry for him that the franchise did not do him any favors? Absolutely. This franchise did nothing to put him in a position to succeed, to help him grow, to help him develop. What I say to that, boo fucking who. This is a tough league. There is there is a reason that there's only 30, whatever, 31, 32 guys that call themselves a starting NFL quarterback. It's a very cutthroat business. Only the best succeed. Only the strongest survive. I'm sorry. He's a likable kid, but he just did not show enough during his three years. I will no longer stand and support the fact that he's a young quarterback. You're either a quarterback capable of starting in the NFL or not. And right now, having a three-year sample, a legit three-year sample where he didn't have to compete for the job. He was the guy. He showed Period. Yeah. nothing. He showed that he's not capable, at least not in this franchise. As a fan, as a fan, if I strictly, if this was 10 years ago before rookie salary caps and before I got so frustrated by the Jets that I had to learn and try and figure out what the hell they were doing, what other teams were doing right, 10 years ago, I would have I would have wanted to keep Sam Donald too because I love the kid. He's he's a great kid. He says all the right things. And that's what's heartbreaking. Says all the right things. He oh he takes he takes accountability when he's wrong, when he doesn't do well. He, you know, he he says all the right things. He seems to genuinely care. He's clearly got talent. And I would have said, all right, I, I want to give give this kid a chance where the Jets actually you know, do what they have to do. But that's not the reality of it, nor should it be. And and this is, you know, I mean, in, in real life, sure, if you want to give your, your girlfriend or somebody who works for you another chance, yeah, go ahead and do it. But this is a, a business. If you want the Jets to be stuck in the same mediocre cycle for another five to seven years, then, then by all means, keep Sam Darnold, pay him all that money, restrict your ability to go put people around him and you know, and 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 you'll be happy emotionally. You'll be great. You kept Sam Donald. You'll have your closure. You'll get your answer. You know, in three years from now, when he, had, you know, he, you know, people keep pointing to Alex Smith. Now, if Sam Donald turns into Alex Smith, that would be great. Yeah, that would be great when the Jets, you know, when 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 the Jets are an established team and they ha- and their quarterback gets hurt and they need a guy to step in. Alex Smith is not what I'm aspiring to here. And Sam Donald could couldn't be couldn't hold Alex Smith's jock right now. But if that's what you're aspiring for, then you don't keep the guy for an extra couple of years and pay him all this money and pass up on the number two pick in the draft. I mean, there's never gonna be a better time. Hopefully we will never see a number two pick again, but there won't be a better time. And if the Jets are not are gonna play stupid games and go for a quarterback at another time, you know, God forbid they're drafting here again 
next year or either that or they're going to have to trade out and then use a bunch of picks to move up that's the other option but regardless there is there is there is not any justification for keeping him around unless you want this team to continue to be mediocre and i am sick sick of nine and seven or ten and six with a wild card berth as our ceiling and we haven't even we can't we haven't even sniffed that in years you know i'm done with that i don't want that anymore i'm getting too old to sit back and and try and strike and grab lightning in a bottle i want consistency and i don't care if we win five super bowls i'm not looking for that i'll take one but there's got to be consistency i want to be like the chargers were i want to be like the packers i want to be in there every year even if i don't win rather than try and catch lightning in a bottle and accidentally stumble on a Super Bowl in a year that like our biggest competition has their quarterback hurt or whatever. I want I want to be there every single year. And Sam Darnold Absolutely. is not going to get us there. Absolutely agreed. There's just uh, there's no arguing that. Again, uh we've had a long enough sample. We're not talking about a year. We're not even talking about two. We're talking about a large enough sample that you can easily make the judgment that you can comfortably make the statement that it's time to move on and that's what the jets are going to do hopefully so adam gase out the door sam darnold almost definitely out the door but even if he's not out the door for contract reasons because you know what are the chances the jets are going to be able to trade him for anything when people know that they have the jets over a barrel so you know worst case scenario for sam darnold is he's going to be sitting next year or he might be starting and grooming somebody else but sam darnold's days as the great white hope for the Jets to future and future quarterback and all of that are absolutely done. The Jets are not going to actively build around him. Today was was the end of an era. It was a, the end of an era <laughs> rather than an era. And, uh, you know, that's really it. I don't I don't have too much more to say. I'm freaking thrilled. And now and now, you know, our, our our season starts for real. This is our season every year when we start talking about the draft and figuring out what we're going to do. And, you know, like every three or four years, we, we have our Super Bowl, which is a new coach search. So <laughs> here it is. It's a Super Bowl year. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, the Jets will make the right move here. But I'm excited for it to get started. I'm very excited. Uh, I can't wait to start reading the rumors about what the Jets are going to do with the draft. Are we going with the quarterback? Are we going with the skill position? Are we trading down? Who are the coaches we're going to bring in to interview? I'm hoping that it's going to be fresh names. I'm hoping it's not going to be some recycled NFL coach with the famous words of, but he has NFL experience. The other thing up for debate is uh, whether Kotite, I'm not Kotite, I just gave away the answer, um, of whether Gase is the worst coach in NFL history. Uh, you know, Some people are saying he's not even the worst coach in Jets history, but I'm going with the worst coach in NFL history. Same reason I gave you earlier is, you know, Kotite, I, I, we talked about this earlier in the year, Kotite was at the end of his career and he got dragged in here for the money and, and like kind of guilted in by Leon Hess. He, he was terrible, but at least Kotite was just a, 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 an asshole. He was out hanging out, doing things. He wasn't even trying. Gase was actively trying, and he had no leadership skills, no game planning skills, no ability to coach, no ability to develop, no, no leadership, no accountability, nothing. Gase had nothing going for him except he's a smart guy, which made, which didn't do anything because all he did was look stupid all the time. It's just, to me, I, he, he's the worst coach I have ever seen, and I, you know, I would take Kotite in his pre-Jet days over Gase any day of the week. Unfortunately, this is where I strongly disagree with you. And as uh, okay. and again, this was if this was uh, an Olympic race, you have to do a photo finish. This was uh, <laughs> this was as close as you can get. But Rich Kotite gave us four wins in two years, including a one in fifteen season with Keyshawn Johnson. It, it was just a nightmare. The only good thing that came out of it is he was the guy that gave Wayne Corbett a chance. 
And that worked out really, really well. One of my favorite Jets of all time. But if you're just looking at a career as a Jets coach, I know you're kind of giving Kotite credit for what he did before he got to the Jets, whether he got guilted in, whether he got bribed, whether he got blowjobs on an airplane in order to take the job. If you just look at the sample size while the head coach of the New York Jets, to me, Rich Kotite ends up getting the vote for the worst coach ever. And remind you, the guy didn't resign. It was the craziest press conference I've ever seen. I am not resigning. I am not quitting. I am simply stepping aside to let somebody else come in. So Rich, you're resigning. I am not resigning this post. I am simply stepping aside. He kept saying how he was not quitting on the team and he was not resigning his job. He was simply stepping aside. I'll go with Kotite and Gase comes in with a very close second in the photo finish. Number one, I think you're basing that only on record. And if Gase had not won these two games, you know, one of them was was a COVID-ravaged team. And the other one, apparently they must have overlooked the Jets or the Jets just put together that one game. If Gase is 0-16, you're agreeing with me completely. So you're basing it only on record instead of all of the evidence we need, number one. Number two, it's ridiculous that we even have to have this debate. That's just how bad the Jets' history is, is we can't even figure out that a guy we just fired because he literally almost went 0-16 and has no redeeming qualities might not even be the worst coach this team has ever had. I mean, this is this is what we have to deal with as Jet fans. Absolutely. No argument there. We'll uh, catch up during the week. we got no games to review now, so this will strictly be news. Uh, I'm sure you, I know we wanted to talk some uh, some college uh, quarterback stuff and draft stuff, so we'll, uh, we'll get to that during the week. We'll figure out when looking forward to it the season is over let the fun begin yeah man all right man have a good night you too